Welcome back to Success Happens. This is Jen, and I have with me today several friends who are well-versed in the election integrity issues. In particular, I have with me today Lewis Porter, and we're going to talk about the situation in Frederick City, and we've had some uh, conversations prior to this about what are some of the rules and regulations and so forth around a proper election. We actually had Zach Smith from Heritage Foundation on a couple of weeks ago, and Zach spoke about making some suggestions as an organization about things to fix in future elections. But we're here and we're having an election in just a few days. And I think what's important is having access and oversight. So first of all, Lewis, welcome back to Success Happens. Well, thank you very much. Great to have you here. Now, can you tell me what you foresee are some of the pitfalls of the upcoming election and what we should be looking out for? And frankly, maybe what we need to be doing as citizens to ensure that we have a free and fair election. Yes, I'd be more than happy to. Uh, But let me start with saying uh, I run an organization called Maryland 2020 Watch, and you can find it at MD. 20-20watts.com. And there are several components to this problem. One is we've been doing this since 2012. And the understanding of what took place in the 2020 election is completely different because even though they use the same policies to corrupt the election, they did it under the Emergency Powers Act. So it separates out some of what's going on. Let me add to that, because currently the county executive in Frederick County, and this may be the case in other areas that are listening, is keeping the government buildings shut down and COVID continues to be the veil under which these things are operating. I'm just very concerned at this point that over an illness that is 0.003 death rate and a lot of controversy, they're still mucking with our elections. Well, yes. And we've actually uh, are under the impression that they have no authority to alter the aspect of how an election is to be conducted, that there's been many different other cases where we've been under the gun in this country without having these type of alterations. It's laid out in the Constitution to follow what the legislature has laid out for an election. If that cannot be honored, the governor does not have the power to wholesale change that process. So I would take issue at the very top that this is not to happen and should not be happening, that we see it as a, a illegal taking of power to do what they've done. So I I have to start with that. And I would say we have to stand against that as best we can. One of my main points here is uh, to get the Republican Party to actually balk over the issue and say this is insane and, and have their lawyers get on the case to challenge this aspect. And with a Republican governor, it should not it should be an easy thing done. I'm, I'm disappointed that they can't do that. So I'd start at the top with that. Now, the processes that they use, as you witnessed with me, Jennifer, in Westminster, the processes from, from the federal elections 
to the state elections to municipal elections uh, have the power to conduct their elections as they see fit, but we see it as the state uh, directives, and it says it in the law that the municipalities are to follow the state's laws for conducting an election. So they should not be making wholesale changes to the way they conduct an election. And, and that's what I'm seeing that they're doing. Can you be specific about instances where you think that they are making wholesale changes that they should not be making? Well, I would say the the wholesale change, one of them would be to shut the door for oversight for having poll watchers in an election on election day or or um, conducting it in in that manner uh, that they should be honoring, which is something that they haven't, they should be honoring that they have an equal distribution of Republican to Democrat judges on election day. Now, this is something that they have neglected to honor in Baltimore City for years on end, but it's in the law and they should be mandated to honor that aspect that you have an equal balance of election judges. So that would be a second one. And the third one would be this this thing about uh, transparency for after action report accounting. So like in Westminster, they had you could we could not get to any information to challenge um, the validity of the election because um, they took the machines home that evening and all they did was a touch screen accounting of it. So this process is not appropriate. They're supposed to have some sort of program where you have transparency to see what actually happened in the election after the election. It's not only to have transparency after the election, it's to have accountability and tracking. So there must be a chain of custody of the ballot that's required by law. I I would agree with that. So how can you, like they did in Westminster, how can you have an election and not have a ballot? And, and this is what they put in there. So you, you can't track it. Now, the specific issue that we've been looking into late is this issue on the ballots, um, which is the ESNS and it's what's going to be used in Frederick, is according to what I've been told. And, and so it will have a ballot. But the question to me is, and I've, I've spoken to Lynn Lamone, the director of Board of Elections, about this particular issue. The, the question from the Board of Elections viewpoint, they see that the paper ballot was put in play because the citizens demanded that there be paper ballots. And for some reason here in this state, they see it as it's a convenience of service to conduct the election that people are more comfortable with voting on paper than on a touch screen. And I'm like, you, you missed the point. The point for the paper ballot is that you have an easy recorded record of what happened in the election. And that point has been missed. One of the aspects of it is, too, they have to keep the records, in other words, the ballots, for 18 months. Isn't that correct? 
Well, we looked into that and there is no direction for the Board of Elections and the requirements of keeping the ballots. And we think that that aspect was was missing is missing on purpose. I believe the federal law states that it must. So wouldn't that supersede any this, mis- this, missing information at the, at the state level? This is a very important point. Yes, I agree with you that there are overriding uh, requirements for the state to keep records and make it available to the public that are not necessarily in the election law aspect about it. So, so, but what they are saying, and I know that they've said this, that once the picture is taken on their voting machines of the ballot, then they are, they're free to go ahead and destroy the ballot, the paper ballot. And I'm like, that's absurd. And the paper ballot was, the, was put into the request by the public so that they have an actual physical record of what happened on the election day. And they, they should both be available. If you're going to take a picture, you should still have the paper ballot and held. And I, I, I believe they're, they're, they're destroying them. So if you were to put a PIA request in to go in, which is it's this always public record, an entity could ask the state to review these, this information. If you were to ask the Board of Elections in the, the state or even into the counties to provide the paper ballots from the 2020 election, I bet you most likely they would say, oh, we've already started destroying them. This across the state that they're, because what they're being told is, we already have that captured on the photocopy from the ESNS machine. With a click of a finger, they can delete a vote. And if you don't have that paper ballot, that vote never existed. The ESNS system, is it believed to be a part of the organizations of Smartmatics and Dominion? Yes. From our position on looking at the corporate makeup, it connects to the Dominion system. We think the ESNS is a subsidiary of the Dominion system in some way. It's primarily out of New Jersey and then out of Canada. Now, the ownership to track it's kind of difficult. They've done that intentionally where they have masked the ownership, but they're all connected at some level to what we're going to call the mothership of Smartmatics and Dominion. Let me switch from you and go over to Robert Fisher, who's candidate for Alderman for the city of Frederick. Robert, you had gotten concerned about how things were being handled in the city election last week, and you reached out to me, but you also got an action and sent a letter. Can you tell us what concerned you and what you got addressed about that so that, so that these were set on course to be a proper and fair election. Hi, Jen. Thank you. Yes, uh, I had asked along the line if how would I go about to observe the canvassing of the votes. And at first I was told that as a candidate, you can uh, canvass the votes. Uh, but then I was told, well, because the city of Frederick's votes are being counted in the uh, county building, uh, the county laws are that we need to follow 
the uh, COVID restrictions, which meant that I was not able to do that. Uh, or a representative of mine, I talked to the uh, county board of elections, and the, the, uh, the head of the board said there's nothing we can do about that. Then I contacted the uh, Frederick Board of Elections, and they said there's nothing we can do about that. Well, then I started getting upset about this because I thought it was kind of hinky. And I went on and I asked a couple other people. And then later on, I think it was Tuesday that Phyllis Haynes from the, the legal secretary for the uh, city of Frederick said that we could send the candidate and a representative if the candidate wasn't available, but that nobody else would be able to attend. So, Lewis, is that okay for them to limit access? Because now you don't have poll watchers or judges and all the different people. And he's one person, either him or a representative can go in and observe. How on earth does that cover all aspects of the election process to ensure a fair election? It doesn't. I believe it's illegal that they have no power to stop the allowance of this. However, I will tell you that I've tried to be a a poll watcher three times and I was dismissed with no cause three times to be a poll watcher. I was able to do some work in Westminster, but Westminster's day, I was supposed to be a poll watcher that day. Let me remind people what happened in Westminster. Lewis saw a van come in with New Jersey plates with Electech on the side of the van. And the guy comes out and literally starts screaming at you, right? Yes. And as he started yelling at you, you said, well, why are you here? And he says, well, I'm here to clean the machines. That was at 11 o'clock on election day. And you can't tell me that some of the ladies that were volunteering inside weren't capable of taking a wipe, if indeed that's what he was there to do, and wipe it off or clean it. So if he was cleaning it, other than the touch screens or whatever, what was he doing to that equipment? Fast forward, the Democrats won two to one. Right. Well, my point that, that there no observation being allowed was a cause enough to be concerned about what was going on. And I I'm made the same argument with Frederick, too. And I, I think these policies are completely wrong. For some reason, they have it set up that the candidate has to complain if a poll watcher isn't allowed to observe what's happening on Election Day. Frankly, by that point, it's too late. Oh, yeah, definitely. They show you this thing. This is part of the the part with the law that they put in place. They put these procedures in place that give you the appearance that you have uh, a chain of custody, accountability, transparency. They're doing the best job. But when you actually go to actually try and do these particular jobs, there's a maze of blocks that they have along the way for you to complete your mission. And I've experienced a multitude of them in different cases all over the state for different reasons. Robert, can you tell us what you plan to do in advance of the election to ensure that these situations are addressed in a timely manner before the election? 
they have allowed us, the 10 candidates who are on the ballot, to be there. I'm telling all of the people that go to the polls, and I'm asking them to go to polls uh, to vote. Um, I'm asking them to watch, just be observant. If you see anything that's strange airline, uh, report it. How do they report it? So you, it's their, your word against theirs as to what happened. You have to turn off your phone when you go into the uh, the polling place. Why on earth in today's society do we not have video recordings of the voting process as crooked as this has become? It's shocking, really. I mean, I have I have a security system at my house with cameras. We don't do that, not even in the booth, but in the room where all the votes are being counted. Take 30 seconds on this, Jennifer. Yeah. The reason for that is they've been able to put in play your right to privacy has now climbed over top of all of these laws that would give you protections to see to it that we have true, fair, honest transparency in elections. The Democrat Party in Maryland has put in these laws into play based on your right to privacy. That's why we have it that way. So let's take a moment to go through a couple of things. First of all, we're asking everybody to get out the vote. If you show up, that's half the battle. What was the percentage of the voters last? In the primary? Last, yeah, last election. I I believe it was like 13% of the city voted. 13%, you guys, of eligible voters voted. That's ridiculous. We've got to care more than that. So if Republicans get out the vote, you have a chance of getting this great man, Robert Fisher and Michelle Shea, who's terrific in human services. So I'm going to toot your horn for a minute, Robert. You're a nurse. You have a background in medical. You worked for the FDA. You served in the military. You've led people. You have experience and knowledge in the world of healthcare and government. Why on earth would we not want your services at the level of the city? That would be fantastic. And Michelle, as, as somebody in human services, brings a lot of experience in that domain. We need to get people like you guys in public office running things. Any final thoughts? Yeah, I just... I thank you for that. I just want to say, please get out the vote, bring a couple of friends with you and vote in person. That's probably the best way at this point that we can make sure the election is fair. Okay, everybody, listen, I want to also thank uh, Lewis Porter for being here and bringing your knowledge and experience to bear. At the same time, I also want to encourage everybody to get out and vote this Tuesday for the mayor race of city of Frederick, as well as the alderman uh, race. And you've got two candidates on the Republican side, Michelle Shea and Robert Fisher. So thank you both for being here. And thank you for what you're doing to bring about fair and honest elections where we have one person, one vote, and it's the way it should be. I want to also mention, I did speak to my dear friend, Sheriff Chuck Jenkins today. There has been, and this is a quote from Chuck, 
an unspecified threat against unidentified shopping centers and malls in Northern Virginia for the next three to four days. This could be an intended interruption of our election process, but be safe when you're out there in Northern Virginia, but also be mindful wherever you are in our listening area, in the larger group gatherings, just be mindful. And if you see something, say something. All right, everybody, you're listening to Success Happens. Been great to have you with us. Listen to us next Saturday morning at 9 a.m. on Free Talk 930 WFMD. I'd like to thank our sponsors, Sweeties on the Creek. We're scooping now. KW Photography and Design Cure Wind does a great job beautiful photographer and graphic designer and web designer, and also Flamingo Pool Supplies. Have a great week.